Osiris. The following program is brought to you by Osiris Media. This is your host, Neil the Night Holler. And direct from New Orleans, it's time for Trick Bag, your ultimate destination for the heppest tracks ever waxed. From Blue Monday to Saturday Night Fish Fry, from early in the morning till the midnight hour. For rhythm and blues and rock and roll, this is the place to feed your soul. So let's get ready for some sweet musical treats as we open up the Trick Bag. Hello again, folks. It's Neil the Night Holler. Tonight's edition of Trick Bag is part one in a two-part series showcasing the life and music of Bobby Mitchell. Bobby is a favorite among New Orleans R&B fans, though his recording career spanned only about 10 years. He scored a national hit in 1956 with Try Rock and Roll and also released the original version of I'm Gonna Be a Wheel Someday. New Orleans author and music historian Rick Coleman recorded an interview with Bobby back in the early 80s, and Rick was gracious enough to let me share that rare recording here on Trick Bag. So I'm very happy to present someone who should certainly be counted as New Orleans R&B royalty, Mr. Bobby Mitchell. I was born here in New Orleans and uh, raised up in New Orleans, uh, across the river in Algiers, which is the west bank of New Orleans. I uh, went to school there, uh, L.B. Landry High School. I used to be with the Toppers, was Gabriel Flemings, uh, Joseph Butler, Frank Burkheis, and Bobby Mitchell, and Clarence Hendry. And all of us uh, used to get together in high school and uh, play around during intermission time when we didn't have anything during in, in class. And we formed a band together called, at the time, Louisiana Groovers. And uh, the, the president of the American Federation was William Houston. He was our band director also. And uh, cause I was in a uh, choir, and by me getting hurt on the football team, I wind up joining the choir. So I wind up uh, singing with them. And Dr. Peeler and uh, the principal of L.B. Landry, which is uh, I.M. Augustine, uh, heard me. I was doing a Valentine song. And the Valentine song I written during the time I was working one evening was one Friday morning. And at the same time, Mr. Mueller, uh, Neely was our teacher, our uh, history teacher. He heard some of the stuff that we was doing and wind up putting it on tape. And uh, we heard this uh, songs about three or four times. And you now I look again, it was on the radio with uh, Dr. Daddio. And uh, Dr. Daddio told Mr. Neely that he wanted to see me and uh, see the group. And he auditioned us at the radio station WMRY on Dry Streets. And not knowing at the same time there was audition Sugar Boy and the Shapaka Shawis at the same time. And he recommended us that we get in touch with somebody that who really knew more about recording and, and getting into the music business. And uh, at the time, we wasn't too curious to really getting out, but actually we wanted to stay together, all of us. So finally we got in touch with Dave Bartholomew, one count of a day. And um, I went over, it was at the Singer Center, and they was playing music at the Singer Center at the time. And Dave said he was interested in new guys, but he didn't ever know nothing about the vocal groups. He didn't know anything about recording a vocal group. And uh, he said, if you do have a vocal group, it would be the first vocal group that we ever have in the city. 
I said, well, no, it wouldn't be because they have a lot of uh, gospel groups. And we was doing gospel music before we started into the rock and roll field. Um, they said, well, we'll give you a try. So uh, it was about three weeks after that, we went to Kaismo Studio on Rainpaw Street. We used to have to walk seven to eight miles a day to go to the studio, come from across the river all the way down to Rainpaw Street to uh, Kaismo Studio. And we used to ride the ferry and come around, walk over and walk back. They listened to our voice. They sent the tape to Lou Chart in Los Angeles. And uh, Lou Chart didn't like the vocal group. He liked my voice, but he didn't like the vocal group. So I told Dave when he, when he came back and he asked me what I'm going to do. I said, well, if he don't have the vocal group, he won't have me either. And he said, well, okay, let's give it a try. We're just going to have to make Lou Chart mad about it. Uh, we got our first record out, which was Rackin' Back. It meant that it's... It's a girl that we want to pick up on the scene uh, walking down the street and we want to show off to her that we got a big Cadillac and we're, on, we're marching down Canal Street or Rampart Street, anywhere in those areas and it's a kind of a day and we're all going to have a good time. You mean to me?
Bobby Mitchell and the Toppers, whose members included Lloyd Belair, Frank Bocage, Willie Bridges, Joe Butler, and piano player Gabriel Fleming. Their first record, Rack'em Back. And that last one we heard was Angel Child from the same session on February 9th, 1953. Up next, Bobby talks about his first manager and a trip the group went on that inspired the title of a tune they recorded at their second session on May 1st, 1953. So it happened, a lady came in named Phyllis Boone, and uh, she heard us, and she said, hey, this is what I like to listen to. She talked to Dave, and she said, well, i like to have that vocal group you got in there. What happened, uh, she had rent apartment there, number 44, and and always for us to get an apartment, she rent both apartment, 11, and she had uh, number 44. And I kept telling the guys, I said, man, we're not allowed to go into these apartments because it's all for white, you know, just like this. And we were not allowed. We had to sleep in the cars, you see. So she, what she did, she rent both apartments to get us in. And the guy wanted to know that, why was she renting both apartments? So it happened, I said, kept saying uh, to Gabriel, I said, Gabriel, I said, this is a good idea, I said, She's in 44 and we're in 11. <clears throat> Gabe said, well, that sounds like a gig, you know. I said, yeah, it's a gig. I said, yeah, well. He said, well, let's add four to it. And she's in number, we're in number four. She's in 44 and the group is in number 11. Well, I'm looking for my baby. Well, I need my baby 
is is part of a name If she don't go there, she'd be insane When I'm looking for my baby Then I just wait If she can't go there, she'll be insane Well, I'm looking for my baby Well, I guess she's at There's 411 and 44. Coming up next, Bobby talks about a song that got heavy airplay in New Orleans, Baby's Gone. Well, a lot of people thought we was a white group in the first place. And at first, they didn't know we were from New Orleans. Um, it took a while uh, before they realized that we was from New Orleans because a lot of people thought we was from Los Angeles or New York because of the Dewey sound. And uh, we were mixing Jamaica into it, and it's still in catch the idea we were still from New Orleans. Thanks to Dave Bartholomew, we had the idea of mixing the Jamaica idea into rhythm and blues. Um, the idea also that a lot of disc jockeys in New Orleans didn't hear anything about a vocal group. They never knew anything about a vocal group. They heard about uh, Smiley Lewis, Fat Domino, uh, Lil Sonny, one of those guys around here. But when it came down to a vocal group, nobody never knew anything about us. Papa Stopper, he... Um, played the record over and over and over again. And by not knowing, the, uh, Rip Roberts called me up. And uh, he wanted to book me on a job. And I didn't know who Rick Roberts was. And uh, as he said, I'd like to book you on a job. I said, well, okay, fine. Because he was going through Papa Stopper to get to me. And Papa Stopper never knew who I was either, you know. So um, I got in touch Papa Stopper first, and I got in touch with Rip Roberts. And he... Uh, also introduced me to a lot of people like Jack the Cat, uh, Larry Riggins, and all these guys. And uh, they all said the same thing. I thought you was white, <laughs> you know, just like that. I said, well, I've been having a problem already, so don't give me no more problems with it. My baby's
Bobby Mitchell and the Toppers with a tune that was a hit in and around New Orleans, written by Lloyd Belair. That was Baby's Gone from early 1954. This is Trick Bag with your host Neil the Nighthawler, and we're listening to the music of Bobby Mitchell, the great New Orleans R&B man. We're hearing Bobby's story in his own words, thanks to a rare interview from the collection of historian Rick Coleman. Up next, we'll hear the story of the flip side of Baby's Gone, Sister Lucy. So Larry Belair and Joseph Butler and I got together and we did Sister Lucy and Sister Lucy, which is my sister, you know, and we we talk about her and the idea was we was talking about some girl out that got drunk on Rampart Street, you know, and the idea was to try to follow up to rack them back, you know, the same idea, same beat, and make it a, a good time record. This is what we were looking for, you know, something to really say that we're having a good time. Everywhere I went, they, uh, you know, they kept asking for uh, Sister Lucy, you know, and I kept saying to myself, why I have to learn Sister Lucy? And the hit side was, my baby's gone, you know. But I found out I had to do one side for the white and one side for the black, you know, and I said, oh, wow, I mean, I'm in between this thing, you know. Sister Lucy? No, She got drunk last night. Man, her eyes was closed and her head was tight. She was reeling and rocking and she had a fight. She was lamping and tapping, rumping and stomping all on Rampart Street. She was loose, poof, full of a juice. Sister Lucy, man, she sure surprised me. About three last night, she was shaking them down, clowning all over town. She was falling and crawling on her hands, caressing each and every man. Did you see Sister Lucy, man, she raised some sand.
decided to stay on the mellow type uh, uh, tunes because really um, we thought we can sell our style anyway. You know, that was most the basic thing because during that time uh, we listened to Night King Cole. This is what we balanced our voice with uh, people like Roy Hamilton. Uh, uh, what you say, a clean type voice, you know. Um, but we was aware of people like Big Joe Tunnel and uh, Howling Wolf and stuff like that. We was aware of those people, but during the time we was coming up, we were not allowed to do too much blues because we were still in school. And most of all, um, we got put out of school because we was bringing the nightlife into the school during those times. And uh, also, Sherlyn Lee got put out of school the same time we got put out because they was bringing nightlife into the school. They thought when we was playing music I and mean, half the time we were sleeping in, in class, you know, and um, they didn't like this idea. So we had to uh, be put out of school until the principal or someone came there and fight for our rights over there.
was meant for me. Cause I'm young and strong And have my fun All night long Yes, I'm a young man Lord, I can't get old Yes, I'm a young man Lord, I can't get old That's I'm a Young Man by Bobby Mitchell and the Toppers, recorded at their first session in February of 53, but not released until a year and a half later as the flip side of She Couldn't Be Found. And before that, Meant For Me and Schoolboy Blues featuring some great guitar work by Justin Adams. It seems that all of the Toppers, except for Bobby, were drafted in 1954, and Bobby started recording solo after that, though his next two singles still credited the Toppers. This next song is an R&B favorite in New Orleans, and here's Bobby to tell the story of how the song came together during a conversation with his piano player, Gabriel Fleming. And I kept uh, using nothing. I didn't have nothing for nothing sweet as you at the time, because I wasn't deciding what was the right word to put into it. So we left that blank. <clears throat> so I kept asking him, I said, Gabriel, what's the sweetest thing as your mother? You know, he said, he kept saying nothing. You know, we come out back and forth and kept saying nothing. I said, Gabriel, it got to be something sweeter than your mother. He said, no, nothing, you know. So I looked at the, at the rose that we had, one little rose sitting up on top of the piano. <clears throat> and I said, Gabriel, what can be nothing sweeter than a rose? He said, that's it, nothing. 
you know. I said, well, if nothing can be sweeter than a rose, then nothing can be sweeter than my mother, you know. <laughs> That come from a bee You precious as an apple That come from a tree Not as sweet as you As honey come from bees Your lips like wine That I love to kiss Baby you so fine Why break up like this not as sweet as you as honey come from me There's not too sweet as you Your kisses thrill me through and through I always want you Cause I know you want me to Not as sweet as you as honey come from me
like my mother dead. I wish I know. This is Trick Bag with your host, Neil the Nighthawler. I'm having a blast bringing you this showcase on the life and music of New Orleans R&B man Bobby Mitchell, complete with a rare early 80s interview with the man himself. Up next, we'll hear the song that put Bobby on the national charts in 1956, but before that, we'll hear Bobby share his memories of the session, and we'll hear from producer and songwriter Dave Bartholomew, also courtesy of an interview from Rick Coleman's archive. First up, here's Dave. He had a session coming up, and I wrote that just for him because it was a timely type thing, and we wanted to get into rock and roll. So I said, well, let's see if this if this will work, and I recorded Try Rock and Roll with Bobby. When we cut the record, it was real, real slow, you know, and I, I, I kept saying to Dave, I said, I didn't like the, the slowness of the record. When I heard the record came back, it was pitched up, and it was faster. I said, now that sound better, but I didn't like the voice, <laughs> so I didn't have no choice to that. Yes, rock and roll has got to be. slowly fade away when you hear the music play music tunes of the day you will surely swing its way if you don't dance you'll pat your feet rock and roll in your seat old folks and the young some fun. Yes, rock and roll has got to be. Clap your hands and stomp your feet. Oh, gee, what a thrill. No, you can't keep still. slowly fade away when you hear the music play lose the tunes of the day you will surely swing its way
a lucky so-and-so I'm telling you no, 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 no Make believe me No, 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 no Little darling No, 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 no Ain't got to fall in love no more You know I let you have your swing Gave you boys and everything I was so in love with you Tell me what more could I do I'm telling you no, 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 no Make believe me No, 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 no Little darling No, no heard three songs recorded in New Orleans, January 5th, 1956. No, 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 You Are My Angel, and Bobby's national hit, Try Rock and Roll, written and produced by Dave Bartholomew. That one went to the number 14 spot on the R&B chart and put Bobby on the road, touring the country to promote his new hit. We was touring in and out of New Orleans and around the New Orleans area. We had a lot of problems. We uh, developed problems up and around Baton Rouge, Lafayette, uh, Shreveport, and those areas. Um, we used to enjoy going to these places. We didn't make much money. Uh, we had an old limousine, actually, uh, to bring us around. You can tell where we went at because the smoke from here to China. You know? <laughs> but uh, everybody knew we leave at 7 o'clock in the evening, come back 7 o'clock in the morning from a night gig. That's how long it takes us to get to a job, you know. But uh, we really enjoyed ourselves. We enjoyed ourselves in many places, uh, Downsonville, and until uh, we got a national hit, then we went up to Louisville, Kentucky, Los Angeles, and uh, con- uh, went to New York a couple of times. Uh, we wound up in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I still enjoy myself in that, at these big shows because really the, the all-star shows was the one that you really enjoy yourself at. I, I still appreciate the all-star shows. Lord in my baby Just a poor fella, falling my heart away. 
So hard to be good
still I try to smile Cause I'm in love with you, child Three songs from 1956, I Try So Hard, Got My Fingers Crossed, and Going Around in Circles, all by the great New Orleans R&B vocalist, Bobby Mitchell. Special thanks to Rick Coleman for letting me use his rare interview for this program. The interview featured in this episode was done in the early 80s, and Bobby passed away just a few years later in March of 1989 at age 53. We'll pick things up next time with part two of the Bobby Mitchell story, We'll hear more from Bobby and also a few extra treats, including some extremely rare, never-released recordings. This is your host, Neil the Nighthaller, saying goodnight, and I'm looking forward to taking another journey with you into New Orleans R&B on the next episode of Trick Bag. Trick Bag is hosted and produced by yours truly, Neil Pelligrin. Executive produced by Kirsten Cluthy and Adam Kaplan in partnership with EAC Productions with audio production by Matt Dwyer. If you like what you just heard, please rate and review us and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcast platforms. Osiris. Oh,